Hey guys, it's Caleb here. Uh, before this episode starts, I just want to let you know that this is a very old recording, probably like three months old at least, three, four months old, some shit. Uh, sounds very different than, you know, we sound now content-wise. Um, I'm still sick, that is the reason me and Bree weren't able to get re- together and record, uh, you know, actual episode, and also Bree's dog, Ozzy. Had a little medical emergency today. His little little leg isn't doing too well, so we had to postpone our episode recording, unfortunately. But we'll get back to it really soon. Uh, thanks for sticking around, guys. We're sad, we're scared, we're unprepared. This is Mackenzie, and this is Horse Soup. <laughs> fucking drunk and i feel like <laughs> i sound like shit <laughs> i did not know you were recording well that's a good way to start off the episode and uh a better way to start off our episode was Mackenzie. she called us right before we started recording this so i uh, just kind of asked her if she wanted to open us up and there she is and there she is she sounds like a bozo but i love her <laughs> she's new- our bozo new york douchebag yeah she's in new york she's a douchebag <laughs> <laughs> so yes as Mackenzie said we are Horror Soup. I'm Caleb. And I'm Bree. And we are Horror Poop. <laughs> horror Poople. What are we discussing today, Bree? We are discussing Misery, and I believe it came out in 1990. That is right, Bree. It came out in 1990, and the budget was $20 million, and I'm very concerned <laughs> about that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't what know. was the twenty million? I'm pretty sure the twenty million was specifically spent on Kathy Bates. Probably because like, I don't know. We should do the math throughout this episode because I don't know what they spent that money like on. Hardly any special effects. Maybe the car. Okay, I'm gonna. When n- they had to wreck the car, like that's still not twenty million. Bitch, that was not twenty million. That's <laughs> it's like, like it's like a what? Like a like a fifty thousand no dollar car. I don't even think it was that. There's no way it was it's more a than nice like twenty. No, it's a nice fucking Mustang. Okay, thirty thousand like max. I'd say, like, back Maybe. in the, whatever year that was, like, not, like, in that day, because I don't know. It was but, yeah, cheaper, like, but I mean, yeah, it's no $20 million. So, no, it had not. to have been the actor pay and, like, maybe Stephen King's pay. I guess. I don't fuck. They, they went, like, they went to, like, three places in this entire movie, and everything, everything they used. It was all used, in one house. Like, yeah, everything they used in this movie was just, like, basic, everyday resources. And, like, makeup on his legs, <laughs> like... I, I mean, know, like, the, the only the t- part of special effects is that one part, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I won't say it right now. May- but. Maybe the typewriter was, like, vintage. <laughs> they just wanted to be authentic. Is it a million-dollar typewriter? Yeah. I don't, not Still, even, they no, used like 20 10 of them? Million. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this this is fucking irresponsible. We it's just, very irresponsible. Let's just not, let's we'll just, just not question it. But, we'll just go on. But you know what? <laughs> they, they made $61 million at the box office, so I guess... Did pretty good. I guess whatever the fuck you spent that $20 million, I feel like they could have made this movie with, like, $10,000. They could have made it, honestly, with, like, at the absolute most $60,000. I feel like they could have went with, like, ten, twenty thousand max because they could have used just, like, a friend's car for those scenes. <laughs> Anything is possible, know. guys. Anything know. is it's fucking just... possible. I don't know. I see Lloyd Kaufman make these beautiful movies for like $10,000. So I'm just like, you know what? It can be done. <laughs> it can be do done. It. Fucking do and it. And look how much special effects he uses. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
So, was, uh, yeah, anyways. Whatever, whatever. Let's just fucking move on. because we'll I'm gonna move get, on. I'm going to get fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to write a lever. A lever? St- <laughs> I'm going to write a lever straight to Stephen Fing. <laughs> Stephen King. So, obviously, the director was Rob Schneider. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so it's it was so obvious. So it was actually Rob Reiner, but close enough. We're gonna um, just go ahead and call you Rob Schneider. Yeah, Rob Schneider, no just fucking deal with it because you made no offense. Just take it, dude. <laughs> just take it. You made a great movie. Good job, Rob Schneider. I thought you just were the man with like eight nipples, but I guess you've evolved, <laughs> and I'm very proud of you. Dude, that that movie he's in. <laughs> That movie Rob Schneider's in called like the Hot Chick. That movie, the Hot Chick, is hilarious. Kills me, dude. Have you seen I the animal one that I'm talking about? Yes. Oh, what's it called again? Is it's it called just the, the animal? animal? It is just the animal. It's the right? animal. Okay. He turns into All like an animal. Movies are just like. <laughs> have you seen the South Park skits where it's like Rob Schneider is back in this movie and he is a carrot. And they're like Rob Schneider has found himself in a pickle. Rob Schneider is. A stapler. <laughs> a stapler. Dude, the only reason I get that reference is because of my friend, our friend, Christian Kalindris. Oh my god, dude. Dude, it, Christian, if you're listening, <laughs> Odd Future Wolfgang, I love you, Rob Schneider. <laughs> He'll get it. He'll get the fucking reference. He'll get oh, it. Listeners, like, are you fucking kidding me? Who is like, this? It makes no fucking sense, but he'll get it if he's listening. <laughs> Like, okay. I, love that. I love that kid. Okay, so we should probably start moving on. Um, real quick before we start the episode, uh, if you haven't seen this movie, go ahead and watch this movie because it's really fucking good. And I don't it's think it's really fucking good. Yeah, I don't think you should get spoiled by this movie because I fucking love it. Like, you should watch it because there's a lot of like off factor in this movie. Yeah. Um. And Kathy Bates is fucking incredible. Kathy Bates is sick. She's off sick the hizzle, brother. What's up? Turn my hat sideways. Take my glasses off. Look at you and raise my eyebrows. Yeah, Kathy Bates. Elbows up, Kathy whoa, Bates. Whoa. Woo 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 woo! So yeah, we start out this classic Stephen Shang film adaption <laughs> with a man writing some kind of whack ass book. I'm gonna have to say I'm not appreciating the slander towards Stephen King right now. Like I'm not. Like usually I think this is funny, but this man is amazing. Talking about Stephen Shwang. No more slander, please. Stephen Twang. I will not tolerate this. <laughs> Twang Yang. I'm leaving. <laughs> Okay, so I love this man. Let's move on. He tells his editor that she isn't even on his level, and he's sick of writing mystery novels. He's like, dude, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Doug. So, uh, they got him famous, but he's like, yeah, I don't like his books. He drives on down an extremely snowy road like a fucking idiot. Like, why are you driving right dude, now? he's driving so incredibly fast down a fucking a road that is clearly, like, undrivable. Like, he's driving he like just, an asshole. He's driving like an idiot. He's being a dumbass. He's like, driving like you on the way to Arizona. <laughs> literally. We out here, baby. So it flips, it spins, he's screwed. <laughs> Fucking it. He's pretty much dead. Like, Yeah, he's fucked up. Dude is bloody as all hell, and he's basically on the verge of death yeah, at this point. Yeah, he's fucked up. He's... He's, he's in such a terrible. He's condition. not having a good time. So this Eskimo Dude, is sent he, from. He French fried when he was supposed to. I be knew sick. you were going to say that, and I was literally trying to talk <laughs> faster than you, so you couldn't it's, get to it's it. It's fitting. There's snow. I hate it's you. It's fitting. I. Everyone donate to our Patreon so we can get less squeaky chairs, because me and Bree just both moved at the same time and adjusted <laughs> our feet, and I heard like every squeak in the world. <laughs> There's no cushion on my chair, and your chair is missing an arm. <laughs> Poor Sue was slumming it, guys. 
Okay. Anyway, anyway, this Eskimo that's like sent from heaven pulls him out of his car and like platonically breathes air into his mouth hole. And this Eskimo grabs him like a whole ass weightlifter and gets him out of the blizzard. Dude, she straight up carries him like a fucking baby. She just throws him over her shoulder. No effort. No effort. No like, you know, effort. you know that is not fucking Kathy Bates doing that shit. Like, you know they got some big-ass motherfucker well, to do dude, that shit. dude, it was a full-ass Eskimo. Like, that was a big man in that thing for sure. It's fucking huge, dude. Like, how do you... That's a full-grown man. So, old man writer dude wakes up to our Eskimo saying, I'm your number one fan. 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 And he is all fucked up. <laughs> He asked how long he's been there. He has been beard straight to hell, dude. He was popcorn straight to beer. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, you've been here for like two days and introduces herself as Annie Wilkes. She also tells us that she's a nurse and then she shoves a pill into old boy's mouth hole. Two pills, two orange pills. Two. They were red. Oh, she, unless, sli- unless, she slipped him that molly. Unless one of us is colorblind. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Most likely. So writer's dude whose name is Paul. Asked why he isn't in the hospital, and Annie says it's because the roads are all shut down due to the blizzard. And yeah, his name is fucking Paul. Paul Sheldon. Sheldon. Who names their child Paul anymore? Who names their child Sheldon? That's his last name. He had no choice in that. Change your last name if your last name is Sheldon. You know how much money that costs? You know what? I'm going to pay my respects to everyone whose last name is Sheldon. If your name is Sheldon, we still love you, but, uh... We're just making fun of Paul Sheldon, okay? No, 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 no. And if your name is Paul Sheldon, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's not the case. If your name is Sheldon, change it, but I do pay my respects. (laughs) Was it that one episode of, uh, Spongebob where they find out Plankton's name is Sheldon? Oh, shit, they're like, Sheldon! Is it Shelton or Sheldon? No, it was Sheldon, I'm pretty sure. Okay. It was Sheldon. Because that's all I think about when I hear that I forgot about that. That's a good episode. Why does everything and every single day go right back to Spongebob? Because it's just, it'd be like It's just, I was actually watching Spongebob with Maddox earlier. I fucking love Spongebob forever. Spongebob is the best. There's literally a Spongebob reference for everything. Like, I don't know. Every single thing. There is. I don't know if I'll ever have kids, but if I do... I'm buying every season of Spongebob, and that's all they're watching religiously for the rest of their life. My nephew had that shit, dude. Just kidding, though. I'm want- They're, sh- they're going to see terrible horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bree's farting. No, I'm not. I'm backing my chair up. Hold on. Let me pause so you ah, can shit, fart. My, my boobs. So, Annie says that Paul is going to be fine, and she shows him his legs. And she's, like, all proud of the work she's done, but, uh... They look awful. I'm gonna be real with you, Chief. They're purple. Your legs look like shit, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And he immediately, like, she's all smiling about it. She's like, I did a pretty good job. And then he's like, uh... He sees his legs and he, like, doesn't even, like, look twice. He's like, oh, nope, I never want to see this Yeah, he looks right away. He's like, are you... You did a fucking (laughs) terrible job. Are you kidding me? And, uh, yeah... (laughs) He's probably like, you should just let me fucking die. Well, you know, I'm going to go back to the budget, too, right now, because she's like, yeah, I did good for the resources I had. Like, what resources did you have? A fucking popsicle stick and some scotch tape? Like, what? it like looked some, terrible. Like, some fucking, like, $20, like, leg braces and, oh, God, dude. You say I you're- I don't know if you saw that part where, like, they're showing his legs. I'm so mad they didn't go, like, all the way up the feet. Because they started at, like, the ankles, and his ankles were, like, the size of fucking grapefruits. Mm-hmm. They were fucking huge. I'm like, fuck, I wanted to see the rest of the foot, dude. Like, what the hell? Come on now. Sorry, I'm eating a chicken nugget. Oh, I thought you were eating a haichu. No. Y'all, y'all like haichus? Let us know. 
I love Haichus. If you guys like Haichus, email us at horrorsoup at yahoo.com. Okay, so Caleb cut me off, but I was trying to say, if y'all like Haichus, I want my $1.78 back. Send it to us, huh? Are I you need say- that money back. Are you saying you didn't like your Haichus? No, I'm saying I like my Haichus, but I want to be repaid for them. So somebody else give me the money. <laughs> okay, well... We're putting all of our Patreon money back into the podcast. But We're apparently, putting all of but, our Patreon money back into high shoes. But apparently, Bree <laughs> is going to take $2 out of whatever money you guys <laughs> donate and put it to a bag of high shoes. So. I am 100% kidding. I'm just, I'm a little drunk. She's not. <laughs> She's, you know what? Disclaimer um, this girl demolished three tall cans before we started recording like literally we sat down and within like two minutes her first tall can was gone she was like like, look at this and i was like okay and then i'm like i'm just finishing my first one and then she actually no i wasn't i was still like i was still like one third of the way through or like two third of the way through my fucking first tall can she's just like and shows me her second tall can and she's like halfway through her third one when i'm finishing my first one i'm like okay like i still have one in the fridge right now oh my god i wish i had one more in the fridge this girl and then we get inside and this fucking chick has the audacity to ask me for some of mine i asked for a drink you're making me sound like an alcoholic i'm not you know what I'm going to say this. There's three bottles of water in front of you, and you asked for a drink of Michelada. It tastes better than water. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to put the stamp on your head. Alcoholic. <laughs> I am not a fucking alcoholic, okay? I just like Micheladas a lot. I'm not an alcoholic. I just like drinking beer every day, all day. <laughs> I don't drink every day. I do not drink every day. If we shut your mouth, we all do. We all hate ourselves. Listen, we all drink Micheladas. I literally don't drink every day. Hey, you want to like, have I, a Michelada break? No, there's no more Micheladas. There's yours. That's if it. I said I was buying a Michelada right now, would you have a Michelada break? Probably. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. It's alcoholic. hot in here. <laughs> It's hot in here. We always have excuses. Fuck you. So, anyway. You probably drink more than me. Anyways, continue. I think that was true back in the day, but now you're you're a, you're a truck-driving, camel-crush-smoking, think... michelada fiend. You know what? Carry on before I get mad. Before I hurt your feelings. Carry on. <laughs> My feelings are always hurt. Thank you. I don't know who we are. Fuck. So this chick is named, like, Marcia or Marsha or something. I don't really remember because she fucking sucks. But she calls the sheriff of the police department, and he's a complete bozo and tells us that he's an absolute jack-of-all-trades. Like, he's just boasting about himself. He's like, I got a chili cook-off right in my butt, and if you go around the corner, you'll lick my smut. Something like that. And his name's Buster, and of course his name is fucking Buster, you fucking idiot. So we learn that Paul hasn't been heard of since Tuesday, and the sheriff asks his wife when the blizzard was. She's like... I think that was today. And he starts to put two and two together. Slightly. He's like... I guess. He kind of starts... He kind of does. Good job, Buster. And he is giving Paul a casual straight razor shave and just straight up tells him that she's been stalking him. And... Dude, I literally thought about that. She was like, oh, he's kind of following you. I'm like, why wouldn't you, like, call the police immediately? Like... (laughs) Well, he is kind of dead. Before it got too deep, you know? He's dead, dead. You're right. She would have fucked right. him. She would have fucked him. But yeah, she straight up was just like, yeah, I've been stalking you, and it was, uh, it was pretty cool. It was a good time. And she was like, yeah, that's how I uh, came to find you after your crash, and I was just following you, and then I saw it's, you crash, and I was like, oh, I gotta help you. It's the fact that he's, like, not creeped out after she tells him that. Well, and the he's fact, like, oh, really? Like, Well, and the fact that she was dressed like an Eskimo when she grabbed yeah. him. <laughs> and yeah, he's literally just kind of like, well, I guess that's fine. Like, 
whatever no big no no biggie like thank you like she's feeding me she saved my life like whatever that's probably his state of mind right now pretty much yeah like she saved my fucking life she pulled me from that like i would have froze to death if nobody fucking saved me so annie was snooping and saw that paul was working on a new book and she asked if she can read it and she's being like extremely polite and humbled by his presence yeah just really she's just being really genuine at this point or at least i mean she is but it's still like it's, it's a little weird, so yeah. it's still pretty weird, but she's doing a good job at it, though. She does such an amazing job at being, like, low-key creepy. Oh, yeah. Like, the kind of creepy you don't realize until later. Like, yeah. oh, there was something wrong with this person. And then you're like, <laughs> like hold on. You're like, wait a minute. Wait a second. Let me, uh, let me retrace my steps. <laughs> let me hold on. So, Annie walks off with his papers and laughs at some dumb shit because... He agrees. He's just like, all right, well, yeah, you can, you can read him because he's yeah. like, well, I don't let anyone except for, like, my publisher read it except for, like... You know, she can read it, uh, my editor, and then the girl who saves my life from a fucking car and blah, blah, yada, yada. She's like, oh, my God, oh, jolly, jolly. I am so honored. And the way that Annie Wilkes is speaking is so, like... Her mannerisms and her words in general are... It's so weird, like... You know, I respect it though. If I could pull that off, I would. So I, we'll, we'll get to that. I've wrote and I've, I've not wrote. Roten. I've written down many of her quotes. So we will get to that. Our sheriff, Captain Buster Bozo, asked of the owner <laughs> of the the owner, the hotel owner, if there was anything strange about Paul's leaving, and the owner says, "Well, dude, this guy's a fucking drunk. He's a smelly piece of shit writer, and uh, he orders a bottle of wine before he leaves. He puts on a wig, that- he chugs his wine, and shits on my counter. But, that is one hundred percent not the, what the. But the weird thing was, uh, this time, he just left. No Malibu rum, no horsehair wig, no feces. He just left. Good, what the fuck? Good, good guy, that Paul. He's a good man. Okay, guys, I'm pretty sure Caleb watched a different fucking movie because none of that happened. <laughs> So, <laughs> carry on. I don't know if that was word for word, but I did my best to follow along. <laughs> it so, wasn't. It was not at all. Word for word. I'll allow unquote. it. Quote unquote. Annie is hand feeding Paul soup when she says, I know I'm f- only 45 minutes into the book, but well, uh, ne- never mind. Paul encourages her to say what she's thinking, and she says that his work is brilliant. Spot on. 10 out of 10. Wonderful. She is dick riding like a motherfucker. But the profanity is terrible. She's like, but the profanity. I can't fucking stand it. Paul explains that he is representing a different culture of people and that he feels that swearing is necessary in this type of- He was like, well, this is about slum kids, and I was a slum kid. I I know how they talk. Yeah, he was like, I'm in the motherfucking slum. He was like, I'm slum dog millionaire, I'm slumming? Would you think I'm not slumming? And then he flexed. He put his shoulders up and he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't having it. She hits him with a big old fuck you bozo. She got fucking pissed, dude. She was like, I don't call people bitch tits. Why would you call someone bitch tits? She's like, oh, that's bitchly. She literally said bitchly. I remember <laughs> bitchly. that. And I was like, what is happening? I went with bitch tits, but yeah, bitchly is no, probably she, the quote. Unquote. She said bitchly. Yeah. <laughs> and she spills soup. Uh, all the hell over the bed. She's screaming and shit. She's pissed. She apologizes to Paul and then very awkwardly tells Paul that she loves him. <laughs> She's like, oh, I love you, Paul. Red flag. <laughs> There's been millions of red flags. There's been many, <laughs> but uh, I don't love you, Mary. I don't love you, bitch. I ain't ever gonna stop not loving you. <laughs> stop bitch. not loving you, bitch. <laughs> 
So, he kind of just looks at her because she's being a total waiter. He's like, uh... He's like, yeah, I guess you. He's a little me. freaked right. out now. Like you can tell, he's a little bit freaked out. No, just this by is the way he's like he, This is official when he's like, this ain't right. <laughs> he's like, what? This lady got fucking issues. He's like, yeah, this ain't right, Chief. There's something going on here. He's like, bro, get me out of here, please. And we see our Buster Bozo sheriff driving in the police care. Or <laughs> I wrote care <laughs> and I read care. Police care and the police care. You know what? That works. We see our Bozo Buster Bozo sheriff driving in the police care with his old wife. She tries to get a handful of old man dick and he moves her hand and says, Well, we are in this vehicle. You are not my wife. You are my deputy. We are the law. <laughs> I don't work for the law. The <laughs> law works for me. It's like, come on, dude. Are you kidding me? You're like <laughs> fucking 500 years old. Dude, and you're- literally you're ancient and you're going to turn away a fucking handy. In the car. His like, what's wrong with you? His wife seems cool, too. Dude, like, his she, wife is down as fuck. She's always just like, yeah, I want to bang you. Let me get out of this here car, and I'm going to take you over to this here bed, and I'm going to take your little clothes off and hit you with a little beep and a boop ba ba You know, like... I'm going to take you to Poontown. Exactly. And he's just like, are you kidding me? I'm the law, madam. Dude, like, you are my deputy, deputy, and I am your sheriff. Dude, deputy Dewey boy. Deputy Dewey boy. I am... Literally him in, like, 70 years. I am the law. I am the I'm the man of the law. I'm a man of the law. <laughs> That's literally what this guy is saying right now, pretty much. And he walks out of the car to go like investigate some shit, and he falls down in the snow. And the wife asks if he needs help, and he's like, <laughs> "No, I'm enjoying no, it's, myself." It's fucking funny because he's like trying to walk down like into the snow where and like this branch is broken, and he just fucking slides. And his wife is at like the top of the hill, and she's like. You need help? Like, what the fuck are you going to do from the top of the hill? Like, you both are just going to fall, she, and then you're both going to be fucked. Well, she like, was totally patronizing him. <laughs> she was 100% help? patronizing him. She was like, you need help? <laughs> and he was like, no, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> and then he just kind of, like, fucking That's kicks fucking his legs around. <laughs> Literally. And he, like, kicks his legs around. He's just like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. And he's being ridiculous, so you're being an asshole. You should have got that jerky job. So as they're leaving, we see <laughs> we see Annie driving or drive right next to the sheriff, and she looks pissed as hell. She's all like, "Dang, I'm a dirty bird." She's oh, she gets in like a road rage, like she gets thing. in a road rage. She calls someone like a dirty birdie or like a dang on it beep beep a de bop or something like, like that. You cock a duty or something yeah, like that. Yeah, she says. She says, "Yo, you you dang cock a duty." She's like, "You're a poop." <laughs> Is that when she says that? No, I think she says that later, but <laughs> she calls him a cock a duty or something. <laughs> That's one hundred percent what she said right there. She this bitch is just like completely off her fucking rocker. Like, it's fucking hilarious. You know what? I actually have a r- written down. It's right here. So Annie tells Paul that she called his agent, and that is a lie. She did not do that shit. One hundred percent lying. And then Annie says, "Oh, poo." And at this point in the movie, I want to shoot myself because she said, "Oh, poo." She toots up Paul's horn about his new misery book, and Paul gets scared because he thinks Annie is about to creep in, and the cutest fucking pig wanders into the room. Dude, I was so mad that he wasn't, like, in love with that pig. He was just kind of like, "Mm, that pig is so fucking cute, He was so confused, he was like, what? Like, why is there a pig? But, like... I mean, guys, I guess realistically... No, if, I'm saying, like, that's what he was thinking. Yeah. Like, why is there a pig? No, yeah. I wouldn't fucking... You have a pig? Hell yeah, dude. I like, mean, I'd probably be happy, but at the same time, he is being held hostage. He's like, wait a second. And pigs... <laughs> There are some cases, I've read some cases of, like, people using pigs to eat up bodies, so yes. at the same time, I, I get why he's scared. I'd be like, wait, 
Hold on. But no, like that pig was super fucking no, cute. No, that pig like, was fucking it, Especially cute. like it crawls into your lap and everything. Like, dude, how are you not going to cuddle that thing? Okay, so that pig. Like, you can eat me alive if you want. So this pig it's was. so cute. It was brown and it was super so fuzzy. So and it looked cute. so soft and it looked like it was smiling. Like, that pig was cute. I want a pig so fucking I wanted bad. to hug that pig so bad. So fucking adorable. That, that was a great pig. But at the same time, I, I also get why he was scared. <laughs> Because she's fucking psycho. So, I mean, like I understand, but at the same time, like yeah, I, I'd probably still be I like am whatever. Who I am. Yeah, I'd still, you can eat me alive. I don't care. Yeah, you are I'd, so cute. I'd still hug the pig. <laughs> if that's how I go, that's how I go. He probably, if he got a good meal out of it, it's worth it. It's worth it. He's a good piggy. You get your uh, daily vitamins, bud. Exactly. So, and he starts snorting as she's walking out of the room, like really obnoxious. She's like, <laughs> and then she turns around and like snorts at him. Remember that? Yeah. She literally. turns around, she's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's so it, fucking creepy. It's dude. disgusting. Like the way she does it so loud too, like so loud or ridiculous. And she's kind of like hunched over with like her arms kind of hanging down. Yeah, like, she's it's, acting it's like fuck, a pig. It's fucking frightening. She's dude. acting like a pig. It's not okay. It's not okay. Like at fucking all. And she proclaims that like Paul's miser, Paul's book, uh, Misery's Child, was divine. And now later, like Paul is dead asleep in the middle of the night when he wakes up to Annie walking toward him, and Annie says. You dirty bird. <laughs> and she flips the fuck out on Paul. And she starts breaking shit. She goes full on ballistic on Paul. And she calls him a dirty birdie again. She's like, you fucking dirty birdie. <laughs> and she is, oh, she's not having it. So she, Yeah, she is fucking done, dude. She's had it. So she's had it because Paul killed Misery Champagne, which is, I guess is her last name. It's Champagne, right? It's, it's like, uh, no, it's like a Champagne. Chain. It's like shame. Shame, it's shame, shame something. Well, I wrote champagne, so it's misery it's, champagne now. I guess it is now, but it's so not champagne. So he killed misery champagne in his book, and she tells Paul that she cannot speak to him for a while. She's like, she comes in and like starts breaking shit. Dude, and just, yeah. She breaks a chair above his fucking bed. Like she slams out. She's the like, wall. I better not be around you for a while. Yeah, and then she leaves, and that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> like coming in, attacking someone, and then be like, I can't talk to you. And then leaving, like, whoa. Like, how do you sleep? Like, this person's gonna come back in and fucking kill you in your sleep, dude. That's that's a big yikes for me right there. Yikes, hard pass. That's a big old fucking yikes. So when she gets to the door, she turns around and says, nobody is coming for you, not the doctors, your agent, nor your family. Nobody knows you're here. I never called yeah, them. Yeah, she's like, because I never called them. That's fucked. That's when I would have, like, shit myself. <laughs> like, I'd okay, literally poop my pants. I am 100% fucked now. Like, yeah. I am fucked. Yeah, I'd poop myself. I'd poop myself hard. And she's like, and don't think about trying anything funny, because if I die, you die. Mm-hmm. And Paul's crippled ass realizes that he is 100% is a pick, in a pickle. At this point, he's like, yeah, this this isn't too good. <laughs> and Annie drives off in her little old car, and Paul tries to get out of bed, and he fucks his legs up. like he. F- yeah, because he has, like, no lower body strength at this point. So no. he just kind of, like, rolls out of bed on his broken legs. Yeah, And directly. as soon as he hits the ground, it's just, like, immediate agony, like... You can I, see it in his fucking face. Like, I can't even fucking imagine. I've never broken a bone, and I never fucking want to. Could you imagine both your legs being fucking broken, dude? Yeah, it sounds terrible. And trying to, like, get yourself out of bed. I broke my left arm doing a human pyramid I know at you Palm did. Middle School. I know you did. You called me right after it happened. <laughs> yeah, I remember I told my grandpa, I was like, hey, I think you need to take me to the hospital, because I think I broke my arm. He was like, no, nah, you didn't. It's not that bad. And I was like, no, it, it it's pretty bad. And I was like, please take me. They was like, okay. And they took me, and then they took an x-ray. They are like... Yeah, well, your arm is broken. And then he was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. He was right. 
He wasn't like he, it only took a little bit of convincing for him, but I remember like the campus supervisor like didn't want to give me a ride on her golf cart even though there was no one in it. Cause she was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're fine." Like I literally couldn't move my legs. My leg was sprained and my arm was broken. Oh my god, this is one hundred percent off topic. But do you remember when like probably Miss Veronica Not. would be on like it, her? By the way, it was Miss Veronica that wouldn't give me a yeah, ride. Okay, I'm gonna throw this out. First there. of all, fuck Miss Veronica. She's the worst. Second of all, do you remember like when she'd be on her golf cart and she was so like, I'm not trying to body shame her, but <laughs> she was when she massive. Tipped? When she tipped? <laughs> no, not when she tipped, but it would always be sideways. And like oh, kids would yeah. always like hop on the back, like without her knowing. And she would have to stop and like turn around and be like, get the fuck off my car. <laughs> but I do remember when that shit tipped though. <laughs> so I almost want to say that I get her being an asshole with kids doing stuff like that. But at the same time, I literally broke my arm and couldn't walk on my leg. And she made no, me walk all like, the way to the, the nurse's office. She was an asshole regardless. She, she was an like, asshole. She was just a fucking asshole. Like, she had no care in the world about the kids at all. Like, <laughs> she was so She was literally just mean. there for the fucking paycheck, like... 100%. And she obviously wasn't happy about the paycheck either, because... No, obviously not. She was pissed all the goddamn time. Yeah, she was a very angry <laughs> What was the other lady's name? Mrs. Bain? Or something like that? Yeah, well, fuck the Banes in the set you claim. So, Annie drives off in a little <laughs> old car, and she tries to get out, fucks his leg up, blah, 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 blah. So, he gets to the door after he gets off the floor and fucks his legs up, and it's locked, and he's just like, well fuck it he can't really move anywhere else so he kind of just falls asleep on the floor and and he gets home she's like oh dear why are you on the floor and she's being like so nice about it too i know dude like she's so you can tell this lady is fucking insane like and it's like you didn't just break a fucking chair on the wall like the night before this and and he tells paul that god delivered him to her so that she may show him the way and she brings a barbecue inside of the room along with paul's book gasoline and matches she tells Paul to rid the world of this filth and tries to hand him matches to burn his book. And he's like, well, my agent has seen it. There's copies everywhere. And she's like, oh, Paul. I know you don't make copies, Paul. She's like, you never. Because you're superstitious. Some exactly. Like she's that. like, you never make copies. Superstition. Because he did like, he did like something. He wrote like, a book. His like first his, book, he wrote his, a book and yeah, he never first, said it to anyone. Yeah. His first misery book, he didn't make a copy because he didn't think it was going to sell. Yeah. And then it blew up. And so ever since then, he's superstitious about not making copies so of the just, books that he writes. So so he's an idiot is what it translates to. Pretty much. So, and he gets mad because he's not lighting the match on his book. And she starts throwing fucking gasoline all over his bed, effectively forcing him to make a choice. Because he's like, well, it's either I burn this book or I get set the fuck <laughs> on fire. So I guess I'm going to burn the book. Or I blow the fuck up. Because she's just doing it so casual. Like, she's just having a conversation with him. She's just like, psh. Dude, I cannot just pouring like, gasoline. Oh my god, all over I cannot him. stress or it's lighter enough. fluid, but whatever. I cannot stress enough how fucking good Kathy Bates is in this fucking movie, dude. So good. She is fucking killing it, dude. Like god, ten out of ten for her, bud. She did GR eight. So he tosses the match in and Annie starts to complain. Oh goodness, heavens to Betsy. And she's like trying to put the fire out. Like, you started this. Yeah, she's literally, because there's like ashes flying all over the room, like on the curtains and, and everywhere. She's, she's like, heavens to Betsy. Oh goodness. Oh goodness me. <laughs> Just like trying to like swat all these like fucking flying embers everywhere. Like, dude, you fucking caused this. Being like, so dramatic. It's fucking idiot, dude. So, yeah, fuck her. I fucking hate her. And he shows uh, back up to the house with a table and a typewriter and some other shit, and she tells Paul that he's going to write a book in Annie's honor to make up for killing misery and to repay her for saving his life and nursing him back to health. Mm-hmm. What a good fucking guy. And at this point, he's kind of like going along with it just to play it safe, right? This is when he's kind of yeah. like 
okay, Annie, like, whatever, you know, like... He's just playing it smart. Yeah, playing it smart. Playing it smart 100%. So he sees a bobby pin on the floor, and he tries to... Or he strikes up a conversation and tells Annie that she's his favorite nurse and tells her that her paper sucks major dick. Yeah, he told her, like, oh, you've gotten the wrong paper. It smudges. And she's like, it says non-smudge. How could it smudge? And he shows her... He types out smudge. And then, <laughs> and then, then smudges. it smudges it. <laughs> and good thing he actually thought of that and he was right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Good shit. And then she's just like, you don't fucking appreciate me, but I'm going to go get it like, anyway. I feed you. I clothe you. I change you. I bathe you. But fuck you. I'm going to go get your fucking paper. <laughs> <laughs> and then she runs off to go get the paper and she's pissed because he tells her that her stuff's some smudgy bullshit. She condescendingly asks him if he needs anything else from the store and she proclaims that... Yeah, everything that you said. Yeah. She slams his broken-ass legs with a big old stack of, fape, of paper. Because his legs are broke, and she's like, all right, I'm going to go fucking get it. And then she's like... Pfft. And he's like... Ugh. Fucks his legs <laughs> up, yeah, and he's not happy. He not dri- having a good time. Yeah, she drives off yet again, and Paul's master bobby pin plan is now officially in motion. We learn that he is a master lock picker, but then he drops the bobby pin like a bozo, and he now actually unlocks this door, and he starts rolling out of the room. He's like... Wow, it actually works. <laughs> yeah, because he said he wrote like a novel about it before, and he's like, "Huh, I did it." Huh. And it's probably worth noting that he is, you know, he's in a wheelchair because his legs are broken. Obviously, yeah. So he's no longer confined to the bed. He finds a phone and tries to dial, but the line is cut. He mutters, "You crazy bitch!" <laughs> As we pan over to the store, and we see Annie heading back home. Paul narrowly avoids smashing this penguin thing to bits it's like a little penguin model uh-huh. and he like knocks it over but then he catches it and he's like oh oof. and he puts it back up yeah he puts it back and he looks around a little more and he steals a pack of pills because he goes into like one of her closet things or something yeah and, and he a fuck ton of pills yeah he sees like the the pills that she's been giving him for yeah. like pain or whatever and he, he, takes he, a he fuck like ton pockets of them. them yeah so many of them there was like fucking like 20 boxes there there was yeah it was like a whole fucking like stockpile so of them dude like so all many. this like medical shit in there well i guess she was a nurse quote unquote whatever. no yeah she yeah, was so. but... but whatever he tries to go for a knife as well but then he hears annie's car pulling up so he makes his way off of the kitchen floor because like he like jumped down out of his wheelchair and started like yeah. crawling around then he like fucking pulled himself back up and he heads back and we get some hella suspenseful music as paul attempts to make it back into his room this part is so fucking suspenseful dude. i'm like oh my fucking god it's panning like... back it's like Paul, it's, and then it's Annie, and yeah, then it's Paul, and it's, it's Annie, Paul, and, and she's Annie. walking toward the door. He's trying to get to his door, and it's like, oh, he, fuck. And that, like, there's that scene where like he gets in his wheelchair, and he starts wheeling himself in the room, mm. but he forgot to close the door that like leads out to the main like part of the yeah, house. Yeah, so he has to go and back out. he goes out. back, and he closes it. I'm like, she's going to hear the fucking door from outside. Like, get the fuck back. Dude, I remember the first time I watched this movie. That shit had me shaking. Dude, I was like, fuck. Literally, I haven't seen this movie in a few years. It's been but, a like, long time since I watched I this. I always remembered it. But still, I do not remember it being this fucking suspenseful. Like, I actually do. I remembered like pretty much everything about this movie. But it, just watching it again, I was like, I thought it would be less suspenseful because I already knew everything that happened. But I was like, oh fuck! Like this movie I, still. I gets just to basically me. remembered like the one key part that happened. Like, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that pretty soon. So when he gets back into this room, like this whole thing wouldn't have been like too bad. But you know, like we said, he had to run back to go close that door. Mm-hmm. And then when he got in his room, he had to pick. He had to reverse pick the lock. Yeah. Because he didn't have a lock so like, to like, the outside door because she's been using a key to lock it. Mm-hmm. 
it's not just like a little like you know like a little switch this is to the part where it. i'm like oh my fucking god oh my fucking god like she's gonna be trying to open the door and he's gonna be like right there yeah with the fucking so, bobby finn so like trying to pick a lock is one thing but can you imagine trying to reverse trying pick to, a lock yeah, under pressure no. and he's never done it like it's like oh fuck you got me so fucked up i've never even tried to pick a lock and i will never I've i could only a- imagine trying to reverse pick a lock okay i've picked a lock i have never tried to reverse pick a lock that sounds like a whole new territory that i couldn't accomplish like especially under pressure like that hell no dude. i would freak the fuck out even if i was using a key trying to go into a door and i was under <laughs> pressure like that i'd be like fuck dude fuck. literally literally i remember one time <sighs> back in my apartment uh there was like a june bug outside <laughs> and i'm trying to get in my fucking house and Another like one of these. i'm fucking rushing like so fucking fast because i'm absolutely terrified of those and I'm rushing so fucking fast, and I dropped my fucking keys, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Literally almost started fucking crying, but then finally fucking got it, dude. You know, I actually had that story, but, like, with wasps. I was, like, fucking I mow- hate wasps, I too, was dude. mowing my lawn, and I went over, like, a part of the lawn, and it was, like, all big. And all of a sudden, like, five wasps <laughs> just, like, flew out, and I was like, no. I turned around, and I literally ran, like, full fucking lightning force back to the fucking back door, and, like, I slammed that shit open. I remember when I closed it, I saw a wasp, like, hit the fucking glass, and I was Fuck like, that, I was dude. like, no. Wasps are fucking dicks, too. Like, dude, they'll those, just sting you just because. Yeah, like, they'll, they'll just attack you. <laughs> I was not having that. I was like, nope, I was gone. I was like, that lawn staying wherever the fuck it is. I was like, if that lawnmower is on, it's staying on. It's going to run out of gas. <laughs> it's fucking staying on. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he fucking helps Paul back into the bed and the pretentious bitch hands him a fucking notepad and pencil and says like, in case you get any ideas, it's like, shut up, fuck you. I don't- He's like, oh. I wouldn't wait too long. What does he say? Something like that. I don't know, but I don't care. Like, you're forcing him to have ideas. Shut up. Leave me alone. Sheriff, let me just cry in this room because you're kidnapping me. (laughs) So Sheriff Bozo (laughs) is inside of a helicopter and notices a car just completely flipped upside down and buried with snow. And we see the news crew talking about how Paul's apparent death with another cop. And all the while, Sheriff Bozo Buster, Bozo Buster, is noticing that there's a crowbar that was used to remove the door? Yeah, he's or remove like, Paul from the from the fucking car. He's like, he didn't get out of this car himself. Somebody yeah. got him out. Someone helped him. So he's like, all right, Paul might still be alive and he might be in trouble because something's going on here. And we see Paul attempting to write on his typewriter back at the house and he writes, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally just in there. Fuck, like he, fuck, 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 His fuck. lips are like all like <laughs> fucking schmuddled. Dude, I don't even me? know what to is say. Is it me or like his mouth, is his mouth crooked? I think it is. His mouth is like this. Yeah, and it's even more besmudgeled right here, and he's yeah, just like, he's like, he's like just looking off like into the air, and he's like, he's in deep, fuck, 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 fuck. He's in deep thought about yeah, he's, fuck. <laughs> he's just tapping this typewriter like, fuck, 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 fuck. And he has this <laughs> stupid, <laughs> dumbass face. And Annie, guy. <laughs> and Annie comes in and tells Paul that all the stuff that he has just wrote sounds like shit. She's like, dude, fuck this. And she's like, yeah, this isn't going to do. You're going to have to do it all over again. And Paul, I would be so fucking pissed. Dude. Yeah, he's understandably, <laughs> he's understandably offended. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I have two broken legs. My arm is broken. And you're fucking pissed at me because I'm not putting out what you expect. Like, Well, and not only that. He doesn't even want to write to begin yeah, with. She's I know. Like, he's not even, to. like, in his, like, dojo, you know? Like... He's like his dojo. Kid- <laughs> he's I feel like you kidnapped. were trying to say like getting his mojo, but you said dojo. No. He's in a karate dojo. No, he's not. He's not in his dojo. He usually stays in that hotel. You know what <laughs> his I'm saying? Dojo. 
I'm calling it a dojo because he stays in a hotel, then he writes, and then he leaves. I'm just imagining Paul Sheldon in a room playing the song. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Was and it? Just like, Bottom line. And chopping his typewriter in half. <laughs> saying karate chop. <laughs> Either way, he's not in his fucking dojo, okay? So he can't fucking write. My man is not kung fu fighting, but Annie is fast as lightning because she's going to fuck this dude up. I fucking hate you. And Annie calls him Mr. Man at this point. I hate that. I hate that so much. She's like, you're fucking up, Mr. Man. She's like, Miss, hold on there, Mr. Man. <laughs> I fucking had it, dude. And Annie screams about a bunch of stuff. Most, the most important part is, he didn't get out of the cock-a-doody car. <laughs> I had water in my mouth. <laughs> I oh my almost God. came out my nose. Cock-a-doody. It is ridiculous. <laughs> so irresponsible. And I'm gonna start saying that. I need to start saying cock a duty all the time because that's an amazing phrase. Cock-a-duty. So in this new creepy ass book, Paul revives misery and Annie's fucking ecstatic. Like she runs in the room. She is so stoked. It is ridiculous. And I hate the way she's like, oh, Paul. Oh, Paul. It's brilliant. It's perfect. Like I hate the way she speaks, dude. Okay, she's acting like uh, Cheryl from Riverdale, if anyone's ever watched Riverdale. I have not, so I cannot <laughs> hashtag you, Okay, she's the, she's the hot uh, redhead girl, because I know you've seen me watching Riverdale a couple oh, times. Oh, yeah, she's beautiful, but I still she don't is, know about her. She is so... Okay, I, I think I posted about her on Twitter today. She is so annoying. <laughs> like, she is the worst, but she talks like that, but she's so fucking, like... She is a babe. Dude, she is a babe and a half. Brie is eating her high chews and trying to be low-key about it. Okay, anyway. In this new creepy-ass book, he revives misery, blah, 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 blah. Paul asks if Annie would have dinner with him, you know, like, celebrate misery's zombified return or fucking whatever. I'm gonna go ahead and have a high C, too. It's a so, high chew. Don't ever disrespect C. my president. So, a like few that. scenes ago, we see Paul stacking his pills and getting ready to make Annie OD or some shit, because, like, he gets, like, a little piece of paper and he folds it up and, uh... He puts all these pills that he's been stockpiling into into the little paper to, to just fuck her shit up. So, our man got a plan. He got a plan. Paul tells Annie that she looks beautiful, which we all know is a lie. <laughs> Why, you ask? Because she looks like shit. Before this, we should mention that he is like, Annie, will you have dinner with me? Like, trying to play it smart. He's oh, like, yeah. Annie, will you have dinner with me to celebrate the... New life of misery or whatever. And she's well, like, oh, yes. And then well, yeah, they have he, dinner together. He's not talking to her like he likes her. Like, he fucking hates her. He's, no, just, obviously. he's just playing it off. Yeah, that's Everything what I'm saying. He he's playing, playing it, it smart. So, yeah, she looks terrible. And she tells him all about her famous fresh tomato and spam meatloaf recipe, which, yeah, I guess that sounds like it might be good. I don't know if I would ever put spam in a meatloaf. I don't know if I would, but I, I'm not opposed. You know, I'm not a fan of spam. Spam as it is. Oh, I so like spam. I don't like spam. I fuck with spam. Well, heavy. I think I've had it wrong, the wrong spam way. Spam and seaweed is so fucking like fire. Spam, spam masu- what is it called? Spam masubi, whatever that shit is. I don't is. even know. It's just fucking know. spam with like a piece of seaweed on it. like Wrapped spam. in rice, right? You could do that too, yeah. Yeah, that's what Miguel gets from Ono Hawaiian all the fucking time. That shit's fire. That's just fire. Miguel loves that shit. I don't really like it with rice, but seaweed. Anyway, we're talking about fucking seaweed. <laughs> Paul tells Annie that he wants to make a toast, but first they need candles. Annie leaves the room and he fills her wine glass with the pills that he's been stockpiling. 
And when Annie comes back, she mistakenly knocks over the glass. And I genuinely don't think she knew what was going on. Uh, no, she she had no idea. She didn't. Like, she just did that shit on accident. She had no idea. It was 100% an accident. And you can see, like... Paul's fucking mortified. Paul is fucking, like, just 100% defeated. <laughs> like, He's done. He is fucking defeated. He's like, that was my fucking chance. And she fucked it up. And Annie's too busy, like, cleaning it up to even notice the look on his face. Because he's like... He's literally just giving her a fucking death stare. Like, are you fucking kidding me? He's so fucking pissed. So, unfortunately, he just kind of has to suck it up and act like it never happened. Yeah. They the still day- do the toast and all that shit. Yeah, pretty much. The days move by, and we see a literal representation of this. Paul's shirts are changing day by day while he sits at a typewriter and mm-hmm. types away. He's just like, fuck, fuck, and fuck, And all fuck. you hear is the letters on the typewriter the going. Clocking. I literally had to turn my phone down while... I could not stand stand that fucking noise anymore. Just fucking clacking. Fucking annoying. And Annie comes in looking like straight shit. Even more shit than the last scene. Mm-hmm. And Paul asks why. Because she visibly looks like shit. <laughs> and she she's tell- like, are you okay, Annie? And she's just like, rain makes me sad. I she's love... Like, it gives me the blues. Yeah, and she's like, I love you, Paul. But she- I know you don't love me. Don't try to act like you do. And he's just like, no, I love you. And she's just like, shut the fuck up, Paul. So Annie says that he will never know the fear of losing someone like him when you're someone like her. And I would feel sympathy, but you're fucking crazy. Uh, uh, yeah. So, Annie, there's nobody for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there, there, you're right. There's you no- are a toxic person, Annie, and you... I'm sorry, but... I'm sorry. You're going to be alone forever. Yeah. But not for too long. Let's move on. So Annie <laughs> says that she knows Paul is going to leave when his book is done, and she flashes a gun, and she's like, sometimes... I think about using this. She then says, I'm going to leave now. I might go put bullets in it. She's <laughs> like, I might go put bullets in my gun. She is so... It is so cool. It's, it's chilling. How like creepy she can come off. It's just... Dude, because she's so monotone, but it's, it's like... It uh, is. It's like, fuck, like you say disturbing ass shit and you're just okay with it. Like She's just so chill. She's just like... She's so chill about that. Like She's just being like a casual birdie about like, it not even fucking bothered she's being a cock duty about it literally no she's being the anti-cock a duty you're the fucking anti-cock a duty i think you're the fucking anti-cock a duty i was trying to quote that shit but i fucked up wow the one time i get a quote right and you I know don't. well that's like your fucking favorite movie ever so <laughs> you want to take it cock a doodle seriously <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I take a cockadoodle seriously. <laughs> oh fuck! So anyway, when Eddie leaves the house, Paul escapes his room once more, and this time he steals a knife from the kitchen. Like a big old knife. Like it's the one he was staring at earlier. It's a this big time, old bitch. It's a big bitch, and this time he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm fucking taking this. So while he's wandering around the house, Paul finds a literal book, like. Like, a scrapbook of basically all the murders that she's ever committed, like... Like, newspaper clippings, articles, like... And it's, it's fucking crazy, like... I'm just gonna say it now. Um, go for it. So, she was a nurse, right? And then, like, I guess, like, she was under investigation for killing babies. Yeah, and like it's fucking fucked crazy up shit. Because there was, like, a, a newspaper clipping of, like, a another newborn baby found dead. Mm-hmm. And she, like, pasted a little thing on it, said, like, another baby... Like, like a baby shower type of thing. Like, another yeah. baby in, like, pink and, like, ribbons and all this shit. I'm like, you sick bitch. Like, yeah, she is a sick fuck. 
Yeah, she she's she killed fucked, and she killed adults too, right? Like, didn't she like just like yeah? She I think she wrongly um, like she gave people like the wrong medications and shit. Yeah, like, and, o- and she like killed her husband too, basically. Essentially. Oh, did she? I think I missed that part. No, there's a part where it says saw, like, like Mr. Wilkes uh, has been has plunged to his death, but like she probably killed him. Like it's left for us to assume. That she most likely killed him. Well, dude, what do you expect? She's a fucking cockadoodie. She's a fucking cockadoodie. Like literally, she is a psycho piece of cockadoodie shit. <laughs> cockadoodie. Shit. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> you cockadoodie. You cockadoodie. The cockadoodie car. <laughs> so Paul is in his bed and he's like, he's practicing his knife release technique. Like he's in there, he's like, he's like, like he has like the knife under the pillow and then he like pulls it out. He's like just practicing, like just stabbing the shit out of her. And he's practicing to stab her in the fucking face, pretty much. That's and like me practicing for a home invasion. <laughs> You're just in your room, like, <gasps> but with like a sword, but with like styrofoam whole cans, but with like a bomb, with a bomb. I hope you got that reference. I hope somebody out there got that reference. What's the reference? It it won't count if I say it. Well, you got to say it now because I don't know it. <sighs> Is it gonna piss me off when you say it? Let me say the whole thing. It's like killing a unicorn, but with like. A bomb. That sounds familiar, but I don't know it. It's you fucking know- Pineapple Express. God damn it. You know what? I had a feeling it was Pineapple Express. <laughs> if there's any movie you I quote, quote it's you that quote one. Pineapple Express so fucking often. often. And it's funny because I've seen that movie many times. I can't I can't quote it. Dude, I've seen that movie. I can quote that movie from start to finish. I like lo- literally. I can quote the South Park bigger, longer, uncut movie from I'm start to finish. I'm pretty sure you can, you fucking South Park dick writer. But actually, I can't even quote that movie. I'm pretty sure I know the lines. <laughs> like, literally, I'm not oh kidding. God. Every single line from every character start to finish. Yeah, usually if I'm quoting something and I wait for it, it's usually Pineapple Express. See, when like, I if got... I wait for people's reactions, it's usually Pineapple Express. See, when I got grounded way back in the day, my piece of shit, fuck-ass, fucking stupid-ass fucking dad, fuck you, you fucking dumb bitch, um, <laughs> didn't know that I had an iPod, haha, <laughs> dummy. Stupid-ass. <laughs> stupid-ass douchebag. Hey, how does, it be to, how does it feel to be the worst cop ever, huh? <laughs> Your mother buys you mega blocks instead of Legos. Yeah, that's right, asshole. So, uh... Yeah, by the way, my dad sucks. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> my dad sucks. Hey. Hey, yeah, Bree's dad sucks too. So, it'd be like that. You didn't get that reference either. This is another reference? <laughs> oh. It's a fucking Descendants song. <laughs> God, you suck. I'm in the movie business. Moving on. I'm in the movie business. <laughs> uh, I, I am a movie man. <laughs> but I'm not because I can't quote anything and I haven't seen anything. <laughs> Except for butt crack 50 million Good times. lord. Let's fucking move on. Jesus Christ. Wait, what was I talking about, though? Um, oh, he didn't know how I had my fucking iPod, so I would pull it out like when he was like sleeping or something or being a fuckwad somewhere. <laughs> and I would be like sitting over in the corner of my room and I'd be like under my covers. I'd watch South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut over and over again because it was the only movie I had downloaded to my <laughs> iPod. So I was like, well, can't watch TV. I'm just gonna watch this movie over and over again. So that movie what is, is embedded in my brain. Was it you that had the green iPod? What color was your iPod? No, it was uh, it was like silver. And do you remember that dude, uh, Robert from like Palm? Yes. Yeah, he like pretty much like stole it from me. He stole my skateboard once too. That fuck. Yeah, dude's an asshole. Yeah, he fucking sucks, <laughs> Robert. If you're listening, fuck you. And you can probably fuck off, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit what has this podcast turned into what what part were we at don't even remember the part that we were at is that paul is now absolutely ready to stab the fuck out of annie he is ready to fucking beer her straight to hell dude. yeah tension 
is high at this point. Like it is up there, and we you see, can cut the tension with a knife. You can cut the tension with a soft spoon and a knife. And we see Annie's shadow come up to the door. Stop quoting shit. She stops and walks away. And Paul wakes up later because he kind of looks. He's like, "What the fuck?" And he tries to stay up, but he falls asleep. And he wakes up, and Annie is fucking just staring at him, like yeah. full on. Just she's right there, hovering over yeah, him. Yeah, she's like, "You've been out." He's like. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> hey, what do you mean? Uh, what, yeah. what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I've been out in my room. What are you talking about? You're getting all up in my place. You're talking to me. You think I did it, but I didn't do it. You're, You're being a stupid bubble. idiot. You're I'm accusing me of here. shit, and you need to stop accusing me of shit, because if you keep accusing me of shit, I'm going to get fucking mad. I'm, I, you douchebag. I'm going to go off. I've been chilling in my room. What are you talking about? I'm going to get on you. I'm going to get on you. I'm going to hop on you. I'm going to leap on you like a motherfucking panther. I'm gonna leap on you and I'm gonna scratch you. I'm gonna scratch you. I'm gonna scratch you. I'm gonna scratch you. I'm gonna claw you. I'm gonna get you with the. <laughs> so, he wakes up and Annie injects him and he passes back out. She very carefully just walks away. She's like, all right, bye, you gaga doody. And Paul awakens with Annie tightening the binds that she's put on his arms and legs. Oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, you've been out. And she knows because her ceramic penguin always faces south. And honestly, that's some shit that I would be on if I like. Dude, I was literally thinking that. I was like, dude, if I snuck out of my room and snuck into other things, like I would make sure everything was in its exact fucking place. I don't think everyone would notice, but like, you know, like I, I alphabetize literally all of my DVDs like right behind you. They're all alphabetized. Like if someone like moves something out of its place, even this stuff. Like, literally, huh. even this shit that's on the floor right now, because I just had to use one of these boxes to ship us something out, so I just poured those fucking pops on the floor. <laughs> even those, like, if, if some of that moved, I'd be like, um... Hello? <laughs> excuse me. So, like, yeah, I know he knocked it over, like, he probably wasn't looking at it, but yeah, she knows. But it's crazy that she knows, because she had, like, she had, like, 30 figures sitting right there. Yeah. And I think it's crazy, but at the same time, I would notice that same shit. Okay, so, like... It's crazy in the fact that she is already crazy and she noticed like one small figurine like out of out of place, you know, like out of all the figurines that she's already crazy and then she pays attention to that, which makes her more crazier. You know, though, I bet if you were like hypothetically, if you were keeping someone hostage and you had them locked in a room, you probably would be looking at everything. You'd be like, all right. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. You'd probably be paying, like, even more attention than you usually do. And she even says, like, the first time she wasn't sure. Yeah, But then she found his bobby pin or whatever. Yep. Yeah, she knew, like, he's been out of his room, and she knew that, like, he had no chance, like, which is fucking spooky. Yeah, and I totally thought it was weird because she had so many figures, and I was like, how do you remember that one? But then I was like, you know what? There was a time that I had, like, 200 figures displayed on two bookshelves right next to each other and literally like they got moved and i looked and i was like um i remember hold the fuck up <laughs> like, hold the phone wait a minute you, hold on hold, hold on. on to your wigs there's <laughs> some fuck shit going on over here my wig is in full orbit and her ceramic penguin always faces south and she's fucking mad he reaches for a knife right when she says this and she pulls it from behind her back and the exact knife that he had hidden to stab her with yeah he had it like she in between it. her mattress she's like are you looking for this yep and he's like ah fuck again <laughs> like again he got screwed and she pulls out his makeshift key and this is what Bree was talking about a second ago she's like i knew all along but I couldn't figure out how you got out of this room. Mm-hmm. But I fucking found this. Yeah, she found his little fucking bobby pin thingamajigger. Yep, so she's like, you're fucked. She's like, you're fucking grounded. 
douchebag. And, and he sticks a wooden block in between his feet. Oh. And this scene literally... This scene is burned into my fucking memory. Dude. Even when I know what is happening, because I've seen this movie multiple times, like, it destroys me every time. Like, they pulled it off super well, but it, it fucking hurts. Dude, it's just like, ugh, fuck. She puts this wooden block in between his feet. And then she grabs a sledgehammer. And she shatters his feet. She literally takes a sledgehammer, like, to one of his ankles. And full force just fucking blows it to smithereens, dude. Like, and it's so fucking cool that they and show... she's talking to him the whole time. Yeah, she's talking to him. Just she's, casually. And, like, she, so she blows one ankle out. And you can see it, like, wrap around the wooden block. It is so gnarly. Because they like, show the first foot, like, yeah, completely. Yeah, they, they flow the... They, eh, they flow the it. They flow the <laughs> first foot. They show the first foot, like, completely breaking. And then the other one, she walks over to the other side, and she's like, oh, don't worry. We're almost done. Just one more. Like, yeah, bitch, that's my fucking ankle. What do you mean one more? Like, <laughs> you couldn't have left me one fucking ankle. And before she breaks it, dude, he's sitting there. He's like, please don't fucking... Yeah, he's like, he's don't like, he's begging. do this. He's begging. He's like, fuck no. And then she fucking does it. And, and she just like, talks back casually. She's like, well... Yeah, and we don't... Gotta um, do it for your own good. We don't see the second one breaking, unfortunately. We don't see the second one, but honestly... I'm, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I didn't want to see the second one. I would have liked to, just because I'm a freak, but... Yeah, I would have liked to a little <laughs> bit, but at the same time, I was like, that first one had but me feeling some type of way. It was enough. Was they like, did it so good. I'm pretty sure all the $20 million was spent on that. <laughs> the first one was so brutal that, like, it's, I didn't feel the need for the second one, because it looked... Like, Bad. And it is so short too. Like it is so short. This scene that when the foot is breaking, it's like short, they but don't ju- just they seeing don't, yeah, oh, seeing that foot move. They don't focus in on it at all. But you see it like literally, his foot wraps around the wooden yes. block, dude. Like it fucking literally, ugh, like God. it moves like a and good like one hundred eighty degrees. And that is enough. It is fucking wild. Yeah, like most of the time I'm mad about like the screen moving, but at this time I was like, you know what? It's whatever. It's fine. I could have taken the second one breaking, but I'm not ta- mad at it. I could have taken it, it, but yeah, I'm not upset at all. It was done it, very well. It was beautiful. It was beautiful in all the wrong ways. <laughs> so she says, God, I love you, as Paul foams at the fucking mouth yeah, and shuts down from the pain. Yeah, he's having a bad fucking time. He passes out from the pain. Oh, he's not having a bad time. He's, he's done. <laughs> like, he's done. I I would give up at that point. I couldn't do that. That looks so terrible. Yeah. Looks so fucking terrible. And the sheriff was parked outside. Or he was parked like a dick outside of this restaurant. And Annie drives up and she yells and calls him a cock duty <laughs> She yells at some white people She's like, stuff. you're a poop. Yep, literally. No, she's like, oh, you poop. <laughs> That's what she says. And the sheriff decides that he's a genius investigator at this point, And he openly... Or he opens obnoxiously big books. At the li- do you remember how big those books were? They were fucking huge. He like, opens these books in the library. You have to use your whole arm to open Yes, them. like <laughs> they were like half the size of his torso. They're huge, dude. They were so big. And he flips directly to a newspaper article of <laughs> Annie killing babies. Like that's just in a book. That's just it's in just a giant there. big book no, in the library. No, you know what I think it was? Um, I think it was one of those like newspaper article things that you can find in the library and somehow he just so happened to open to the perfect fucking page. It was where but... her face is like plastered all over the fucking newspaper. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, that's exactly what it was, but stop. <laughs> Why? Why are you telling me to stop? Not you, them. Oh, okay. I just was like... <laughs> stop. Just stop. It I this scene made me so mad. They could have put a little more effort into it, I agree. <laughs> oh no, but the thing is, what I noticed about this movie, they put effort in everything. Like everything was done very meticulously and very like 
there was a plan to it. Okay. And then this guy is literally just Deputy Dewey. <laughs> he literally and, is. That's why ev- it's so funny. And everything he does is chaos, and he's not doing anything right whatsoever. <laughs> well, I mean, like, as I showed, like, previously, like, this police station doesn't get a lot of big calls or anything like that. This police station is filled with very irresponsible people. No, it is. It, it 100% is, but I remember in the beginning... He was on the phone. Uh, what was his name? This police station consists Sheriff, of Bozo. What was his name? Sheriff Bozo Scooter? Buster. Sca- Sh- Sheriff Scooter Buster? Okay, whatever. Literally Buster. Sheriff Scooter Buster Bozo. Okay. He was on the phone and his wife walks in. She's like, oh, busy day. We got a phone call. So there's nothing Literally. that ever fucking happens in that fucking state. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure the whole station so is a cop. So he's trying his best. The whole station's a cop and ha- This man should be retired. He looks terrible. He's like 500 years old, but he's doing his best. I mean, I love him. He's a sweet man, but uh, like he he doesn't want a blowjob from his wife. He something wrong with you. He falls down. You don't the, want some roadhead. Something wrong with you. And he falls down the snow. Like you maybe you shouldn't be a cop if you're just like you shouldn't be a cop in Colorado if you can't tolerate snow. Like literally, like uh, get some fucking snow boots. You know, let's just move on from this fucking guy. I'm yeah, I'm so on. done with him. But no, but I love him. He's a sweetheart. I still I love, love him. him. I, I still don't get how he's finding all this shit, though. Like, come on. You're not the master investigator. Your name is Dewey. No, he's a great investigator. I'm naming dude. him come Dewey. On, Wh- whatever. Two two together. Fine. Give him that. So Paul flips off Annie because she calls him Pumpkin. She's leaving the house and she's like, oh, I have Pumpkin. He's like, fuck you. And our dumbass genius sheriff goes to the local store and finds out that Annie buys the first copy of every single book that Paul releases and that she's been buying typing paper lately. The sheriff immediately heads straight towards Annie's house. So Annie sees the sheriff and she runs straight into Paul's room and sedates him immediately. She's like running towards him with a fucking like sedative in a fucking syringe. Dude. Oh yeah, she runs fast it's as hell. It's fucking terrifying. Because like, he just looks over, he sees a sheriff like through the window and then he looks there's and like she's a, just like... <laughs> there's like a glimpse of hope in his eyeballs too. <laughs> He's and, like, oh thank God. And then the next thing you know, she's fucking injecting him with sedatives. Yeah, she's coming straight the fuck at him. And Paul tries to choke her, but he passes out, and he's wheeled into the basement by a crazy cockadoodle do herself. <laughs> a cockadoodle. Cockadoodle do. And the oldest sheriff in the world goes up to the door alone with no backup, even though he assumes that she's holding him hostage. And he's old as fuck. Like I'm surprised this guy can even walk. He's like 300 years old. He's 5,000 years least. old at, at the, the least. least. And he's inside of the house now, and Annie's talking about how much she's fucking obsessed with Paul Sheldon. He's just like, okay, yeah, cool. And this old cowboy fuck is just walking all through the house, but doesn't even go near the room that Paul is in, like, in the fucking slightest. Yeah. He goes, like, everywhere else. And then he leaves, and then he turns around and heads back up into the house because he hears a noise. Yeah, and because Paul was uh, somewhat, like, unconscious uh, he's, like, in the basement. down in the basement, and then yeah. he, like, knocks this, like, barbecue over. And then and he's it like, makes, like, hey. a giant noise. He's like, down here. <laughs> and the officer runs over and he sees some weird looking door and he opens the door and he sees Paul at the bottom of the staircase. And Officer Seraph, uh, Dewey Buster Boy, says, uh, Mr. Sheldon? Says, Mr. Sheldon? From the top of the stairs. Like, why haven't you ran down there? Literally, like, and he, helped him, like, immediately. He's been missing for, like, months now. He has the worst reaction ever. Like, he doesn't look, like, scared at all. He's just like, oh shit, you're down there. He's just Mr. like, Mr. Sheldon? Like, Mr. Sheldon? Like, stop. Stop it, Goofy. And then he gets blasted from behind with a shotgun. And it's really fucking sad because he had a cool wife. Yeah, there's guts everywhere. Yeah, he was a cool guy, but uh, I feel bad for his wife. He got fucked up. No more uh, Handy J's while on the road. No more Handy J's. And Annie says some cult shit and tells Paul that she has two shotgun shells. She's like, one for you, 
one for me. She's like, we're going to do this right. We're going to do this right. <laughs> and she walks toward him to sedate him. And Paul states that he has to finish his book before they end everything. And Annie's crazy ass looks lost, but she still agrees anyway. She's yeah, like, she's like, oh, you know what? You're right. She's like, like well, this makes sense. And she lets him back into his room. And he says that when he finishes, everything needs to be perfect. She goes off to get his ass a bottle of wine and a cigarette. And he tells her to get the champagne because yeah, I guess it's like his, uh, Tradition. recipe tradition whatever recipe. after he fi- whatever after he like finishes a book he gets like a bottle of dom perignon or whatever and one single cigarette fucking douche yeah I know. but if you need another cigarette <laughs> so she prepares his match and cigarette like on a little fucking fancy little silver plate i know like what the hell stop overly overly fancy yes yeah, just stop and in the scene earlier our sneaky little dude grabs some lighter fluid and he tells annie that he needs two glasses for a champagne because he's like one for me one for you yeah he's uh We're together now stroking her ego there a bit yeah he's stroking her cock and when she leaves the room <laughs> he's stroking her cock a duty her cock a duty when she leaves the room he sprays his book with the fluid and lights a match and douses his book with the flame mm-hmm. and she's like no misery he's like how could you you cockadoody you cockadoody and she runs over and then paul smashes her on the head with his typewriter while she's on the floor oh my god that should have killed her dude dude that should have killed her because typewriters are fucking heavy that bitch is heavy like she it got- should have fucking killed her she got messed up and they both start flailing at each other and paul tries to gouge her eyes out and she beats him off she doesn't beat him off, guys. <laughs> Grow up. And she fucking shoots him, and he keeps fighting back. Dude gets on top of her and grabs pieces of his flaming book and makes her eat it. And he's like, that's right! Eat it! That's what you get, you sick fuck! Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Eddie gets up to fuck him up real good, but Paul trips her. Like, he, like... He, he literally lifts up his own broken leg and, like, leg swipes her with it. It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever beautiful. seen. It was beautiful. If you guys have seen our Instagram story, you see my reaction. Yeah, her reaction was wonderful. <laughs> this was, well, actually, this, this episode's Give coming out, the... like, weeks later, so if you watched... Oh, fuck. It, yeah, so if you watched the Instagram story, like, three weeks or maybe a month ago, I don't even know when this is coming out, but... I, I, basically, I just say, he gave her the good old-fashioned leg swipe, good old and I'm, fashioned like, cracking leg swipe. It's all that happens. Nothing special. If you guys want the video, just request it. If you didn't see it, and I'll send it to you. Request it. <laughs> request it on the Instagram. So yeah, she lands head first directly on the edge of the typewriter and she dies brutally. Mm-hmm. Or so we think. And I actually forgot about this when I looked away. I looked away for a second because I was typing like my notes and I was watching with headphones so I fucking jumped when she popped up <laughs> behind him because I looked away at my other screen that's on the left side of me and I just had my headphones on like full blast and she's just like, fucking comes didn't, in and starts fucking him up. Didn't I jump when like she shot uh the sheriff yeah you jumped i was like you jumped back completely. i jumped like five fucking feet back <laughs> shit scared the shit out of me so she fucking attacks again and paul reaches for a pig statue and he smashes her fucking head in yeah he's like bludgeoning her yeah he fucks her up and she falls on top of him and he shoves her dumb ass off she's laying on the ground face up and her eyes are all fucked up and like she looks insane she's yeah. destroyed and everything's over now paul's speaking to his agent she suggests a nonfiction book describing what happened to him during his time with Annie. And he's like, well, if I didn't know any better, I would think you were insisting me reliving my worst nightmare or some shit like that. Yeah, something like that. Just so we can make a couple dollars or something like that. So he throws some shade at her. Yeah, he's like, you really want me to fucking go through my trauma all over again just so we can make money? Yeah, you sick fucking asshole. I'd be like, name a price. <laughs> <laughs> How many doll hairs? How name many doll- a price. How many doll hairs will this take? 
So he calls her gross, and we see Annie walking, like, straight toward him, and he says, You know, it's crazy. I know she's dead, but I still think of her sometimes. And the girl turns back into a regular person, and she tells Paul, I'm your number one fan. And he's, and like, he's just like, that's very sweet of you. He's like, fucking stop, please. <laughs> and that's where the movie ends. He's screaming inside. He's screaming internally, 100%. That was actually 100%. a scary ass scene when you see Annie just walking that toward him. That shit was like, fucking creepy, dude. The first, I remember the first time I watched that movie, I thought that was her. I was like, oh shit, she didn't die. And I was like, she's just casually walking toward him, like, disguised as a fucking, like, waitress. Like, oh, nope. nope. I know, I got scared too. I was like, fuck, why isn't he, like, running away? I, I'd be booking it. Yeah, I'd be fucking out of there, dude. Be straight booking it. But yeah, that was a good ending to a good ass movie. That movie is fucking amazing, dude. It's incredible. It's a really good fucking movie. I mean, I... I'm going to give that movie another, like, 10 out of 10, because it didn't even drag or anything. Like, it's... Yeah, no, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. It's I'm going good. to give it a 10 out of 10 as well. Maybe a 9 out of 10 for the overuse of cockadoody, but uh, I actually enjoy it. I don't it. mind the I enjoy it, so that's why I'm not going to give it a 9 out of 10. I'm going to stick to 10 out of 10, because I fuck with the cockadoody. I love the cockadoody. I can see how people would take some off for it, but, uh... He loves the cockadoody. Cockadoody it up. Cockadoody it up. Cockadoody 100%. It's All fine. day, every day, baby. It's fine. Uh, if you're gonna be a poop, you're gonna get the cockadoody. Oh, you poop! That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. So, as always, guys, we would really appreciate it if you would rate us five stars on iTunes and give us a fucking like review. Please, we really appreciate it. Reviews would be awesome, and if they're good enough, I mean, we'll even like read them on air. Like, if they're cool as fuck, like I'll, 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 I'll read, read, read them anyways. Yeah, yeah, read yeah. them anyways. I'll read them anyway. Yeah, even if it sucks, even if you just like it. <laughs> Honestly, even if you call us a poop. If you call us a poop or if you call us cockadooties, you're going to be on the fucking air. Yeah, like. I'll, yeah, I'll read it. Like, that's fine. That's perfectly yeah. fine. So if you want to donate to us, you can find us on patreon.com slash horse soup. We have a few donators now, and they're, they get full access to our uh, Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt miniseries. Oh, yup. We do oh, every... Yup. Oh, yup. Oh, yup. Oh, yup. It's my ad lib queen right here. We out here. We out here. Patreon. Grind Wait a minute. Are we out here or are we in here? Uh, we shout here. We shout here? We're we shout here. We shat here? We shat here. <laughs> we shat right on the Patreon, and if you want to be a part of that, we can shit on you too. <laughs> but seriously, if you guys want to donate, uh, we have a couple different tiers for stickers and buttons and handwritten letters, and if you donate any amount whatsoever, even a custom amount or anything, you get access to all of our Patreon-exclusive bonus episodes. If you donate any amount, Caleb's going to rub your nipples, personally. And we're back to this. Okay, yeah, well, I guess I might do that. <laughs> I can't no, make... it's a guarantee. Uh, I'm guarantee. I'm I'm pimping you out. <laughs> okay, well, I guess Bree's guaranteeing that. I'm not gonna guarantee it, but I guess if Bree's around, it might happen. So, oh, yeah. just make sure I'm there, and it's a guarantee. Okay, so I guess it's guaranteed. Um, I'm not happy about this, but yeah, if you donate, we will thank you, both in our brains we and on air, you. because mm-hmm. you're the best. As always, you can find us on Instagram at Horror Soup Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Horror Soup Sucks. That is mine. You can find Brie at Bovicked Potato. That is Baked Potato, but with a V replacing the A. Oh, yeah. As always, I would like to thank Sun is Sam, S-O-N-I-S-S-A-M, for donating. He doesn't donate. For giving <laughs> us music. He you, gives us music. He, soul. he donated music to us. He and donated we, his talent. And we use it. You know what? If anyone else wants to donate music to us, if you want to make us some shit... Go right ahead. Send us some stuff. We might uh, we, we, could, we could use that somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. somewhere. We'll we have any artistic in. people out there? Give us give us some cool stuff. Oh, of course. Give us cool stuff. As always, we would like to thank our listeners because you guys are the best. We would not be here without you. The best. You guys fucking rock. It's the best.
all the people it's that talk to us on like Instagram and shit, you guys are fucking cool. You know who you are. We got a couple horse soup memes going around. There is a few <laughs> horse soup memes. And I love all of them. Everything <laughs> that you guys send us, just know that like I literally do read everything. Marie reads everything and we love every bit of it. Like don't ever think that Don't ever think like you're going unappreciated basically like yeah don't ever think that we don't like reading it because we read everything we love replying like talk to us as much as you want we fucking love it yeah we We fucking love it it. um also we have gotten a couple emails so i noticed that we haven't plugged the email in a while so i think i'm gonna start or i'll start doing that again i'll probably have start have started doing this before this episode because it's gonna come out later but our email is at just horsesoup at yahoo.com so if you have any concerns or comments simple, or simple. anything else or if you just want to ask us something you can email us uh brie do you have anything to say uh no just thank you for all our listeners and the people who have been here since ice cream truck because <laughs> uh that was very painful and <laughs> if you i'm t- proud of you if you stuck by like. yeah if you, if you stuck around after ice cream truck thank you yeah thank you hey i, I appreciate it's you fucking appreciated it really is that's good shit right there yeah you guys are fucking sweet all right, guys. Well, that was Misery, Stephen Bing, and this is Horror Soup. I'm Caleb. And I'm Brie. Bye. <laughs>